0: Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything.
1: And Mike Harmon listening from home tonight. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon, Steve DeSager. In for Mike Harmon tonight. And uh, right now, yes, the baseball world is stopping to watch Clayton Kershaw, who now has a perfect game through six and a third innings. And who's at bat? Against the Angels. And here's a big deal. Shohei Ohtani is batting now. This may be the last time he would have to face it. Well, obviously it would be if it's a perfect game. But uh, this would be the last time Ohtani would have a chance to break it up. And
4: Mike Trout is not playing tonight. He's been out for a few nights with back spasms.
1: Oh, he's going to be swinging a bat like Gibson in the dugout before <laughs> game one in the 88 series. I got I can't let Kershaw get a perfect game against us. Can't let
4: it happen. It's currently 0-19 for, for the Angels lineup. Four <laughs> strikeouts, no walks.
1: They'll bring they'll bring in Joaquin Phoenix from signs. Swing away. I'm just gonna swing away. swing away. Swing away. Swing away. Uh yeah, Otani, really the last great big threat
4: here in the Angels. Well, Taylor lineup Ward's tonight. okay on deck. He's been yeah. okay this year. Yeah, but, but you, they, these are the Angels. They've been awful for a couple months. Swing a yeah. miss strike three on Otani.
1: Yeah, but after Ward comes up, everybody's two fifty or below for the Angels. You know, Yeah, you know,
4: pretty much. That's the lineup they've been sending out and losing
1: with. And look, Brian Downing ain't walking through that door, okay? <laughs> Bobby Gritch ain't walking through that door. Doug DeSense and Bob <laughs> Boone and all the rest of them. It's not walking through that. Fred Lynn ain't walking through that door to hit.
4: No, these Angels, remember, they. I believe the stat was they're the first t- team to actually, in the first half of the season, be both... 7 games over 500 and 7 games under 500 that's how big a bad turnaround it's been hey. if the angels lose tonight they'll be 39 and 52 the, the, this is a te- this is a team that was was
1: just was a game behind the astros after the first month or so of the season i mean that's how close yes. they They've were disappeared. Now, and now they're just gone they're just we're just gone. They're, they're ghosting the rest of Major League Baseball.
4: Even as the, you know, people may not realize, there is an extra wild card in each team, in each league now. So extra motivation for every team to stick it out longer in the summer. Even with that, the Angels are behind... The Texas Rangers in shooting for that. They, they've got five teams above them that are also trying for that last wild card spot. There's no chance, and they fired their manager, remember. There's no chance yeah. the Angels are hitting postseason this year. No. Now, just for a second, because I just, and I, I don't,
1: oh boy, if I say this, I, I can never do it. Well, I live in Los Angeles, but I got to say it. I have a feeling he's going to get it. I have a feeling he's going to get it, and if he does, and there it is—the end of the seventh inning. Strikeout. Ward goes down swinging. Clayton Kershaw is perfect through seven. Standing ovation among well, every single Dodger fan who was at the game, which is everybody. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kershaw, seventy-one pitches through seven innings. Remember, he was at eighty pitches through seven, and Dave Roberts said, "No, nah, I got to keep you out of the game after he hadn't had a game in six months. Seven, missed the playoffs. It's not he hadn't had a game. He had been pitching. It was it was it was 80 pitches he could throw it this is not this is not like they converted him to a pitcher in the offseason steven wow look <laughs> at just him say he's been pitching for a while he couldn't say it
4: in that game you agree that things are different right now than they were his first start of the season Yes, and they're different now because he took him out of the last one. He's just telling Clayton, listen, Clayton,
1: 175 pitches you are staying in this one. Yeah, I this don't This is care.
4: 71 pitches, including yeah. that strikeout that he just got. And oddly, the guy that's going to lead off the bottom of the eighth inning for the Angels, Luis Renjifo, was nearly a Dodger. Remember, they traded Jock Peterson for him, and that 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 never came through. That trade never went yeah. through. So he has stayed an Angel this whole time. And then Joe Adele will be a, up, a guy who is a prospect still has not hit it in the major league level that just came back up from the minors. So as you mentioned, we're hitting the second, the bottom half of the order now for innings 8 and 9, and there's just not a lot there for the Halos.
1: TJ, next inning, Adele will be saying hello to Clayton Kershaw (laughs) when he bats. He will definitely be rolling in the deep against Kershaw when he bats.
4: Okay, I'll ask in advance. Since it's a perfect (laughs) game, you know the last batter would be would be, if it goes to this, the number 9 hitter in the ninth inning, right? Mm-hmm. You don't pinch hit Trout then. He's actually, if he's not starting, he's injured, and he's not pinch hitting tonight, right? Oh, man. If he
1: can swing a bat, don't you put him out there? And you pinch run for him if he gets on, obviously. But- sure. But... Don't you let him
4: swing a bat? See if he can get a base hit. Yeah, and it's eight nothing Dodgers. By the way, as they oh, go to the eighth, man. so you pinch run anyway. This is
1: how desperate we're going to we're going to put Mike Trout out there. But look, this is where, and I want people to understand about pitch counts because it's a real erroneous and and really non-story when you're talking about a perfect game. All right, It's different than a no-hitter. When a pitcher has a no-hitter. Yeah, you have those pitch counts that get up towards 100, 110. Why? Because there's walks, there's errors, there's things that happen to prolong innings. This is what happens during a no-hitter. So when guys get up over 100 pitches, I get the concern pitch counts for perfect games are never very high, because once you walk a guy, it's over. And if you wa- if your pitch count is high, it means you have a couple of walks, and batters have been able to get on base and battle you. The pitch counts of perfect games are always low. And so, when Kershaw had 80 against the Twins a couple months ago, okay, how many more pitches is he really going to throw? 20? If he throws more than that, he's going to walk somebody, which you can take him out of the game than if you want to. He- or he's going to give up a hit. The same thing here. How many more pitches is he really going to throw. So the so the pitch count right now for Kershaw
4: is absolutely irrelevant because he's not going to throw that many because it's a perfect game compared to a no-hitter. Well, for two reasons. As mentioned earlier in the show, here in this month of July, in back-to-back starts, Kershaw has averaged 100 pitches thrown. However, the first three months of the season, he never hit 90 pitches in any start. 87 was the high, and that was in his second start of the season. Things are totally different in the situation now than mid-April. He is cruising even though until this past inning he's not striking out a lot of batters he really is cruising but it can't go unnoticed what the infield has done for him tonight. A great play at third base, a great play at short, a great play at second. Without those, easily it could be three hits for the Angels so far. Yeah, that play by Trey Turner, I mean that was some kind of play. Sliding like, up the middle from yes. the
1: shortstop position. Because you know the guy knows how to slide, right? I mean, uh, <laughs> yes, he does. It was, Smooth. You know, You hear a play, oh, how great a play was it? No, this was a play where he had to go full out to his right, extend to make the play, slide, pop up and make the throw to first base in time for the out, and it was some kind of play. Because, again, remember, you have to make these plays in a no-hitter, and it's not a perfect game, and it's 8 nothing. Well, if I'm not sure I can make this play, I can throw it into row 7. And then mm-hmm. the official scorer is going to say, well, that's an error, obviously, on, or on Trey turn. if
4: Hanley Ramirez bobbles it at short and blows yes. your perfect <laughs> game years ago, <laughs> you can still get the no-hitter. I mean, I'm just picking a name out of thin air. Oh! <laughs> It hasn't bothered me or anything. I'm just saying it is. <laughs> I like the way you've let that go. That's been that's been fantastic. <laughs> that was one of the greatest pitched no-hitters yeah. in MLB history, oh, certainly yeah, yeah. of our lifetimes, yep. when Kershaw struck out, what, 15, 16, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and had a no-hitter on top of it close to a decade ago. <sighs> one shortstop, Aaron, that would have been a perfect game that Ooh. night. And he, he would have earned it. I mean, he was mowing them down in a way he is not tonight. No, he is not. Again, we're in the top of the 8th inning, Dodgers are batting and those those are all 3
1: really good plays that you talked about and they all have merit as like which one was bigger like i I can't tell you right i would say the alberto play was probably the
4: backhand at second base to yeah, end an inning
1: it was a nice play but he's playing deep and so he's able to make that play Advantage, but yeah.
4: justin turner's play at third that scoop and throw sensational and, and sensational but on three on three counts his backhand yeah. in the first place the uh-huh. throw from the knees and freddie freeman's pick on the bounce at first I mean, this was—I mean, this was—has been something for for
1: the Dodgers. This is when you feel like the the forces are uniting, and mm-hmm. he's going to get it because he's not in any trouble at all. Oh, boy, I feel
4: insane. this. He's <laughs> not in any trouble at all. Watch what happens now. Later that same night,
1: and a big comeback by the Angels—they score nine in the eighth <laughs> inning, all against Kershaw. They lead the Dodgers nine to eight. That's right,
4: because they'll bring in Kimbrell and everything will be fine. We okay. won't be sweating at all. <laughs>
1: Kimbrough gives them all up. <laughs>
4: Uh, so, Meanwhile, the Dodgers are still hitting. I mean, Will Smith just hit one off the wall for a two-out triple. So, believe me, when the bottom of the eighth start, we'll, we'll let you know. But the Dodgers are still at the plate in the top of the eighth. I it Really, this is
1: some kind of excitement right now. And Kershaw, it looks like he's not feeling the pressure. He comes off the mound. He's laughing with a couple of his teammates. Look, he knows what's going on. The Dodgers, the fans know what's going on. There's no, hey, look at the tunnel vision. Nobody's it's, talking to him on
4: the bench. He's well, walking around. Well, that, that normally happens curse <laughs> <laughs> No, but you know, yeah. the, it, it, there's one thing about superstition of don't say the word, no hitter, don't say, we talked about this on the show. It's a superstition if you're there, at the bench, on in the game, or on the field, yeah, of course you don't mention it to the guy who's actually doing it. If you're the idiot Angels announcer who's in the booth and the pitcher can't hear you, you're allowed to say the words no-hitter or perfect game, as the greatest announcer ever in baseball history, Vin Scully, always would, and I bet he probably called more no-hitters than anybody.
1: You know, there's a difference when it's a star than when it's somebody else. Right, like if it Kershaw was, has his glove on, was, standing in the dugout, waiting to get out there for the bottom of the eighth. Kershaw is actually now pitching against the Dodgers to close the eighth. He wants the eighth <laughs> yes. inning to end so quickly. Absolutely, he wants to get back out there. Uh, th- the thing is, is, is that it's different when it's a star. Right, if it's somebody that nobody heard of, or a combined no hitter, and uh, you know, I feel bad. You know, we're, we're jinxing it because how big a deal is it when somebody you've never heard of throws a no hitter? It's, it's like, like, oh, hey, yeah. look at this. Who threw a no? hitter I have no idea. Let's look it up. Do we have any stats on him? Where's he from? Is his family at the game? Is it the first time his family has seen him play
4: in a long time? Did he actually throw one in high school? Because we've never heard of him. This this has happened before in this time slot. In fact, it has happened before. Has Dave Roberts called the manager and said, "You got to get him
1: out of the game"? Uh, but when it's a star, it's a bigger deal. It's a developing news story. So, yeah.
4: And then the background of the first start of this season that you brought up. And what was Kershaw's comment to the media when, obviously, they asked him, my goodness, you got pulled and you were cruising after seven innings. I know it's your first start of the game. And he said, yeah, well, maybe next time. Well, tonight's next time. I'm, we, we've we answered that question, whether he gets it or not. Tonight is next time. And Justin Turner's just hit an RBI single. And the king continues. It's 9 nothing. Dodgers, it's still two outs, top of the eighth, and Kershaw is still pacing in the dugout. He's
1: telling the Dodgers right now, strike out! I want you all to strike out! I gotta get back out
4: there! What the hell is wrong with you? Exactly. It's like, the game is over, except for me! Let me walk out on the field, for crying out loud. This is a pitcher who, to repeat, has only thrown 71 pitches in seven innings. To say he's got more in the tank is an understatement. He's ready to go swing it they didn't even swing at the first pitch. Here in this, what is going on with this lineup? Uh. Get a little perspective (laughs) on the baseball history that is going on.
1: If I live in the Greater Anaheim area, I'm jetting to the game right now because you know there's tickets available, and like I'll I'll pay to get in to see the eighth or ninth inning. Like if I can get there in the next ten minutes or next fifteen minutes, you'll see the ninth inning. What about that
4: surge pricing that the Angels have? Can you imagine if they still did it during the game? Oh,
1: you want to come in for just the bottom of the ninth of curve? Kershaw's notor Hang on. $250. Me... It would be that typing like in uh, Meet the Parents when the woman's... It would be <laughs> like
4: trying to go to the Home Run Derby Monday night and see Pete Alonso. Uh, that's $5,000. <laughs> uh, really? Yes, I'm sorry. That's $5,000. <laughs> uh, so Clay... I just can't believe they're still batting. I mean, am I an uh, island mad? Here? Kershaw's mad. He took his glove off and sat down. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> He just walked into the locker
1: room. <laughs> maybe he's quitting. I'm done. I'm done. You guys are screwing me. What I'm done. What are you doing? I'm leaving. Maybe he's gone. Maybe he's gone. Maybe, you know what? Maybe, and just maybe, he really wants to get Craig Kimbrell back on it so he's going to do a combined perfect game with Craig Kimbrell. <laughs> maybe that's what it is.
4: Okay. I, I just need you to, before this segment, I just need you to confirm I'm not nuts here. A team should just be swinging the bat. You're up 9 nothing plow through the inning and let the stinking starter retake the field.
1: And then you get guys like Trace Thompson going. Hey, you know what, man? I'm lucky to be back in the majors. I got to get a contract the end of this year. You want me to just strike out? I can't do that. It's nine nothing. They're- it's like the guys at the end of an NBA game when you're winning by 15. They don't want the turnover at the end, so they pass to their teammate. I don't want that turnover on my <laughs> right. on my stacks. So I'm gonna go. You do leave that. the ball on the court.
4: There's a pop out. There's the end of the inning. Okay, middle of the eighth. Nine nothing Dodgers. Kershaw will retake the mound. Kershaw shortly.
1: has gone back out to the mound before before. before the Angels left the field. (laughs) Like <laughs> mean, that's how fast he's got like I mean the 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 fly out wow. happened and not even five seconds later Kershaw is crossed the white line uh the first baseline to go up and to get to the pitcher's mound. Angels
4: offense, 0 for twenty-one, six strikeouts,
1: no walks. Mm. Uh coming up will be uh Reggie Jackson, Joe Rudy. John and... Baylor,
4: I believe, is due up. Oh, he could get hit by oh, pitch. Wow. That would blow it right there. Oh, he would lean right into one too. Absolutely. Two. Kershaw throws that curve over
1: the plate, just gets a little bit too much. Sure. And Baylor you know, puts this. He team.
4: He did that 200 times. Yeah. Sure he would do just put,
1: that. He would, Baylor was the best. He would just stand there and he would just freeze up. And it would make it look like, oh, I can't get out of the way. And, and he was
4: you, a big guy. He probably never felt the pitch in the first place. Yeah.
1: Dude, all you did was stand there. No, I tried to. I just, I just turned. I just turned my body a little bit. Uh, so, yeah. So, Clayton Kershaw coming back out for the bottom of the eighth inning. We will continue to cover this developing story as well as other big news out of the NBA. And Tiger Woods, not only is he going home for the Open Championship, but for the first time, the end of his career is something we can see how much longer will tiger woods actually play we got that coming up next right here fox
2: hey it's tiger be sure to catch live editions of the jason smith show with mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m eastern 7 p.m pacific
1: This is not my fault. It is not my fault. The Jason Smith show with Mike Harmon, Steve DeSage are in for harm tonight. You blew it! AutoZone's got the free services you need to help you get back on the road like their free AutoZone Fix Finder service. If you're having trouble starting your car, AutoZone will test your battery for free and help you find the issue so you don't spend money on parts you don't need. With over 5,600 locations nationwide, AutoZone is here to help you save time and money with their free services. Getting the job done just got easier. Restrictions apply, so get in the zone. AutoZone. Clayton Kershaw stepped to the mound in the bottom of the eighth inning with a perfect game How did that go? Well, we have breaking news. Steve desager has got it.
5: Breaking news from Fox Sports.
4: Leadoff double to left. The perfect game is over in the bottom of the eighth in Anaheim. I'm not blaming anybody. Dodgers do lead 9 nothing <laughs> over the Angels. Two outs, bottom of the eighth. The runners at third. It was nothing cheap, which was good to see. Luis Ranjifa, who, as I mentioned, was nearly a Dodger a couple of years ago, normally a light-hitting infielder, took what looked like a 1-1 slider, kind of low and away, and pulled it, and on a line, not only got it over the third baseman, but down the left field line for the lead-off double in the bottom of the eighth. Clayton Kershaw, an amazing item from Stats Inc. In the last 40 years of Major League Baseball, Kershaw is the only pitcher to have a perfect game through at least seven innings twice in the same season. Luis Renhifo, a career two twenty five hitter, breaks it up. The guy that nearly became a Dodger when L.A. a couple years ago was trying to clear payroll space, and they offered the Angels Jock Peterson and pitcher Ross Stripling, who also came close to a no-hitter once, in exchange and for... And was Ren- also pulled by <laughs> Dave Roberts. <laughs> and was thanked by Ross Stripling's dad for doing so. In exchange for Renhifo and a few minor leaguers, and they eventually didn't go through with the trade. He stayed an Angel all this time and has something in Angel's lore tonight, breaking up a perfect game in Anaheim, bottom of the eighth.
1: See, this is the Dodgers' fault. Had they just been able to make that trade, Renifo (laughs) is either on the Dodgers now or not on the Angels, and Doug DeSensei is batting instead, and Clayton Kershaw still has his perfect game.
4: And keep in mind, as we mentioned earlier, this is a night where, like the last few nights, the lineup is missing Mike Trout. Shohei Otani is the DH, 0-3 for 3 with two strikeouts against Kershaw. But now, for sure, Trout is not been hitting tonight. We'll see if he plays tomorrow's game. They are still talking like he's going to play the All-Star game at Dodger Stadium on Tuesday. And now
1: Dave Robertson you get the question at the end of the game. Hey, Dave, Jason Smith, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, after tonight seeing Clayton get so close you left him in, his pitch count was low, do you really regret taking him out from that game against the Twins when he was through seven with a perfect game? Like Maybe he could have had at least
4: that one instead of not having any. See, now that's a legitimate question. I can see what the answer will be, <laughs> but it's not as crazy as some things that may or not have been brought up by you on this show. But The answer will be, oh, that guy's in seat seven. See, just get him out. Just just get him out. Just
1: get him out right now. Uh,
4: or you could just get that guy that asked the question at the British Open yesterday after the first round. Are that... you from the streets of New York? <laughs> no, actually, I— yes. <laughs> You must have read Wikipedia. I grew up on a golf course. Thank Fordham you. Academy,
1: <laughs> where Vin Scully went to school. Fordham Academy, yeah, Way
4: to do there. your research. I'm sorry, how did you get a credential for this? Not Thank from
1: you. the streets. Ah, <laughs>
4: Dodger infield to get the last out. So to the ninth, 9 nothing LA, but the suspense is done. Kershaw, eight innings, 89 pitches. One hit, no walks. We golfed on cement.
1: Instead of <laughs> instead of a golf club, I used the end of a broom, and I was still able to shoot par. That's how tough it was.
4: You know, that guy that we're referring to, Cameron Young of the U.S., was the first-round leader. He's in second place. It's Cameron Smith. Nobody can tell him apart because we don't know them. Let's be honest. Cameron Smith is the guy leading the British show. It's the American who's second, but this guy... Cameron Young from New York, who played at Wake Forest, is a rookie. This is his first appearance in the Open Championship. This is a guy who tied for third at the PGA this year. So kudos for the two rounds you put in so far. And there's someone to root for as we head to the weekend. Tiger Woods missed the cut. And some people are not rooting for Dustin Johnson anymore, even though he's only four back. Yes, we have a live golfer that's in contention, ladies and gentlemen. So root for Cameron Young from New York. So no... Perfect game for Clayton Kershaw, but the Dodgers still up 9 nothing,
1: going to the ninth inning. And uh, no weekend at the Open Championship for Tiger Woods. Tiger was very emotional on his final walk-up 18 at St. Andrews because the uh, Open Championship not returning to St. Andrews for at least another four years. And Tiger said, oh, I'm not sure if I'm going to be here next time they play. It's, you know, it's four years from now. Uh, but when he was asked if he was going to retire, uh, this was Tiger Woods following his round today. I'm not retiring from the game, but I just don't know if I've, I will be physically able to play back here again when it comes back around. Uh, I'll probably be able to play future British Opens. Uh, yes, but... In you know, eight years' time, I doubt
5: if I'll be, you know, competitive at, at this level.
1: Um, for the first time ever, and I know there was some time after the car accident a year ago. Tiger Woods was he ever going to play again? Uh, Tiger's that kind of athlete. You knew if he could find a way to
4: stand, he was going to try to find a way to play golf. And let's them. be honest, most guys on the tour are not athletes. No,
1: and and Tiger, for the first time, you can see the end of his career. It's not just a dot on the horizon. It's not something that, well, when Tiger Woods is playing. No, you can see the end of his career, and you can see it coming soon. If he's going to continue to play, he's going to have to be someone who he feels can continue to contend and win majors. Because that's all Tiger's about is the majors, right? It's Jack's record. It's winning majors. It's not winning in Milwaukee or winning in Portland or winning in Omaha. No, this is about, I'm going to win majors. So, if you're looking at the end of his career, considering how he has struggled, if I put the over/under for the rest of Tiger's career in terms of majors, right? Not not years, but you know, four years. Is he still going to be playing in the tour when he's fifty? Uh, I don't think so. But if I want to say the number of majors he plays the rest of his career, if I put that number at ten, Mm-mm. I'm going to take the under. Yeah, because Tiger's game just isn't what it was to the point that he can contend in a large way in majors because look the first time tiger came was was, was big time in 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 golf right when he came up in 97 he won the masters It was the end of the era of the previous, the old guard, which was Faldo and Norman and Nicholas and and Ernie Els was the only young guy who was really on the tour that was really good. Tiger had about 10 years before Phil Mickelson finally won a major. Uh, It was a a bad era of golfers, and Tiger dominated. Now, the second run he had, okay, uh, here's a more talented group of players led by guys like Rory McIlroy, and it got a little bit tougher. And now it's extremely tough because all the young guys have the age advantage on Tiger, right? Tiger's in his late 40s now, or mid to late 40s, and guys don't win majors in your mid to late 40s. Tiger got one a couple of years ago in the Masters. Phil Mickelson happened to win the PGA. Those are outliers. That doesn't happen anymore. Tiger's game is not as dynamic. Other players have more dynamic games. Tiger doesn't play enough golf. He only plays a handful of tournaments each year, even when he's healthy. Is that enough to stay sharp enough to win championships? Well, when you're younger and you're healthier, yeah, of course it does A Tiger could afford to play 22, 23 tournaments a year instead of the 30, 35 that guys normally do. But now he's not even going to play that. No. So how is he suddenly going to get in the wayback machine for four days at a major and win? It's, it's just not going to happen. Now, as long as he's contending, he'll continue to play. But you're going to have times like this where because of his injury and coming back, this is what it's going to be. You're talking about 10 more majors. If he's not competitive, he's not going to be someone that continues to play if he can't do it. The best of the best don't just hang on until the very end to squeeze every last drop out. Certain players, whether it's Tom Brady, who the first time he feels his performance slipping enough, he's going to walk away before it gets too bad. And Tiger's the same way. Hey, there's one thing about fighting through injuries and trying to get back to the level I was at. There's another thing in accepting I'm not going to be there anymore. So 10 more majors, which is about two and a half more years. I'll say three because potentially he may take one off because I'm not feeling well. My body you know, my, needs my body needs doesn't want to make off. the trip
4: because yeah. it's not going to be at St. Andrews, the British Open, the next few years. Yeah.
1: I, I may not make this trip. It's not somewhere I want to go. So maybe in the next couple of years, he misses a couple because of maintenance. So if I'm saying 10 more majors, I'm going to take the under. And I'm going to say by the time he's 50 or a little bit before then, that's when we see Tiger play his last round. And I'm sure his last round will be at the Masters. He'll make an announcement. This is it for me. It's going to be a very big deal. It will be all about Tiger Woods because you don't know. You can't always walk away with a championship, but you can walk away with a goodbye, unlike any other with Tiger at the Masters.
4: And it was a great goodbye that he got to walk over the Stone Bridge at the most historic of courses St. Andrew's Scotland today a place where he'd won two British Opens two of his three 15 time major champion in his career but he shot 75 today he shot 78 yesterday about half his rounds in majors in recent years he's shooting 78 or above he not only missed the cut he was nowhere near the cut line he finished 9 over par so he realistically knew what was going on going in he also also knew, hey, it's the British Open at St Andrews. I'm absolutely going to play it. Period. I'll skip the previous major before it just to play St Andrews, and mm-hmm. that's what he did. So I'm glad he got the ovation. He commented on that, by the way.
1: Anytime you get the chance to come back and play the old course um, in the Open, it's just
5: it's just special. The warmth and the ovation on at 18, it it, it got to me.
4: So it was
1: nice closure. Tiger Woods going home, not playing the weekend at the Open Championship. We got more coming up in 90 seconds, but
2: first... Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
1: Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker, for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday,
2: so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: terms and conditions apply
3: Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love
1: You, Aaron Rodgers. It's always fun on a Friday when you get storylines that you were not expecting. Right, and Friday. I was not expecting to go into the weekend with this sudden firestorm that we're getting in the NBA. I mean, I really, I, I feel like this entire this entire story is the Brian Windhorst meme with his fingers in the air. Now, why would Utah be doing something like this? Right, in the last two hours. In the last two hours, Russell Westbrook. Has parted ways with his longtime agent. And vice versa. Yes. The agent the agent giving the, the statement though, citing irreconcilable differences that the agent and Westbrook were on different sides of Russell Westbrook's best way forward. The agent believes the best way forward for Russell Westbrook is to stay with the Lakers and start. Westbrook likely believes the opposite. It then gets reported that Westbrook hasn't asked for a trade. Dan Wojcik who comes on our show all the time, Lakers insider, an NBA insider for the LA Times, said, hey, Westbrook hasn't asked for a trade. We had on Mark Medina, NBA.com insider, who told us that everything with Westbrook doesn't matter. The Lakers have been making calls. doesn't matter if Westbrook has asked for a trade or not. The Lakers have been making calls. He's got an interview with Jeannie Buss in which she said, our work isn't done. We're continuing to try to make moves. And then... Rich Paul tweets out, "It's a cold game." LeBron James agrees in response, says, "Yes, it's a cold ass game." This is why we need Brian. We need Brian Windhorst now.
4: Why would Rich Paul tweet this out? Why would Rich Paul say it's a cold game? Uh, you're quoting an agent there after a story about an agent of mm-hmm. a Laker tonight.
1: Yes, and now the 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 first. Angle of this is, hey, it's a cold game. Hey, uh, Westbrook, come to uh, come to Clutch, man. You don't have to pay the rest of that guy. Or even, maybe, maybe that's that have- just
4: the new uh, title of some Adele hit that's coming down the pike that we didn't, oh. and we're getting a preview of it. And this is what it is. It's a cold game. Yeah, it, oh, Adele's got a song called It's
1: a Cold Game. Who would know better? And this is, this is what the subtweet is about. Ah, oh, I like that. I liked it. It's a cold game. It's a cold game. Trading Russell Westbrook. Hopefully it's sung a little better than that. We don't want to pay him at all. No, that's that's how it goes, man. That's Uh, the song.
4: As I say when Rob Parker's on the air, why is it the people that can sing the least want to sing the most? But we hear that
1: every weekday here on the show. We didn't want him at all. Yeah, there's your Adele song. Trying to trade him a. Way, uh, look—it's a now. He did have a free agent signing with the San Antonio Spurs tonight, tonight but yeah. but I can't believe that Kilden that's Johnson. yeah. I can't believe that that's what Rich Paul is tweeting about. Probably when not. You not. have LeBron involved and Westbrook, and now it's a whole big thing. And look, let's look at this from Westbrook's from the Westbrook perspective for a second. We got the Lakers angle on it coming up in a little bit. For Westbrook, I agree with his agent uh, that the best way forward for him—and this is Ted Foucher, who's been his agent for 14 years before they parted ways—his best way to reclaim his career is to have a rebirth with the Lakers. Because if he just gets traded someplace else, who's ever going to believe in him again? All right? He'll be a he'll be a a. a Russell Westbrook on a bad team and no one's ever going to trade for him saying, hey, Russell, you're our guy. Come on. It's not going to happen anymore. The best way forward for him, if he wants to get paid again, if he wants to still be a difference maker in the NBA, is to start for the Lakers and be able to have a better season, have the Lakers win. I mean... I don't see it happening because the Lakers have a bad roster and all these potential trades they could make They haven't done anything yet, right? I want to think Kyrie Irving is coming. I believe that's happening. Maybe Buddy Heald is coming too. Miles Turner, maybe that's happening. But right now it's nothing and the Lakers are going to stink. But his best way forward is if that happens and the Lakers play well because I realize that's an if, but now you're talking about Westbrook where second year, if it's a success, the Lakers figured it out. Westbrook's playing well, the Lakers can keep him, he will get more money, or he played well, but the Lakers want to move on and spread the money around. Westbrook can now go to a different team, kind of like Chris Paul when he went to the Suns. Hey, Chris Paul goes to the Suns and he has a rebirth. Like I thought Chris Paul was done like three years ago and Chris Paul proved that, hey... I, I still have a lot left. Yeah, yeah. So, just don't play
4: him hundred games a year. No, but no, yeah,
1: yeah. You know, make make sure he only plays about six minutes a game and give him a rest. But for Westbrook to do that. He can then go to another team, another contender, and maybe be a missing piece. So for his career, yeah, I agree. The best thing for him to stay relevant and potentially get paid again is to stay with the Lakers. I get that it's a been a bad situation, and he wants out because all he's got to hear about is how the Lakers haven't won, and it's my fault, and you don't know, does does LeBron really have your back? Do AD, do they really have your back after this, or do they not? So I get that it's difficult, but this falls under the category of suck it up. You opted in for $47 million. You made that decision. You could have opted out if you wanted out. If you really wanted out, you weren't getting paid a lot, but you opted in for $47 million. So suck it up and go play. Because that's your best way back to redemption. It's not going to another
4: team and watching your career and, and watching you just fade out of the spotlight. And I love the statement from the outgoing agent of Westbrook saying not just that his best option is to stay with the Lakers, Russ, but that going into details... There's a possibility of a fourth trade in four years for him, and that such a trade may require Westbrook to immediately move on from that new team via a buyout. And quote, my belief is this type of transaction only serves to diminish Russell's value, and his best option is to stay with the Lakers. So I think those two things are combined in the agent's reasoning, and you got to give him, you know, points for thinking that through and delivering that, that's exactly his job, delivering that to the client, but they still are separating. They still do not agree on this point.
1: Uh, Russ, your thoughts on being traded to the Heat?
4: Hey, this is a championship team. Uh, uh, Russ, hang on a second. That's all right. John Wall's uh, on the—oh, no, hey, he's not—no. Hey, here, here,
1: uh, Russ, uh, the Heat aren't keeping you. They're moving you on. You're going to get—you're going to wind up. You're down. going
4: to Utah. Turn, That's we, okay. Go Bears yeah. on the—oh, no, he's not on the— And You may not stay in. They may actually send you to
1: Sacramento. Okay, just so you Can know. Can you get
4: so, bought yeah. out of the league entirely? Yeah. Not just one team? <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, you're going to be heading overseas to play. You're going to Turkey to go play. They've <laughs> traded you there. So, I'm sorry about that. You're actually going back with with uh, some uh, unknown ball brothers and playing in Lithuania. <laughs> so, you're going to be the point guard in there. Just pass the ball to Jello. Lavar's going to call you and he's going to tell you everything you need to do. Just you got to get Jello an NBA
4: contract. So, uh, then you just finish your press conference there. Go ahead. You thought the fans treated you poorly here. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs>
1: Yikes! Uh, but look, I, I, I get it. It's difficult. It's difficult to be told you're, you're the, you're the, you're the 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 cause of all of this, but in the end, Russell Westbrook gained so much more relevancy last year than anyone else. Yeah, it's bad publicity, so you kind of have to deal with it where it's at. I look at the the best path forward to be able to redeem yourself, and that's very publicly playing well for the Lakers. Certain guys, it's not always in their best interest to stay. Baker Mayfield had to leave the Browns. Should he have gone to the Panthers to fight it out with Sam Darnold? I I don't like that because if he loses the gig there, he'll never start again. He probably should have gone someplace else like Tampa or Buffalo, be a backup for a year, get out of the headlines, and next year maybe a team will give you a shot, a real shot to win the starting job where they clear things out for you. So for everybody's path forward is different. It just happens that Westbrook, you really want people to pay attention to how well you're playing and what's going on. You do it on a team that has a daily storyline in the NBA that garners all the headlines. You play well for 2 weeks and suddenly Westbrook is back and everything is great. I mean, that's all he's got to do. It's really about, for him, the best thing is staying. Now, the Lakers, we'll get into that next. It may not be, but for him, that's what it is. Jason Smith, Steve Desager, Twitter at Afresca, phone number 877-99 on Fox. We got more on this angle on Russell Westbrook Plus. Uh, How Donovan Mitchell can make that trade to the Knicks happen? Like that. Could you hear me snap? I snap like that. Like that. Like that.
3: searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's radio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote
0: with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to
1: has anyone seen the bride and groom
0: Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time.
2: (gasps) No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky.
0: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum Card...